This is a reading from Psalm 23. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word of the Lord. Again, good morning. My name is Greg, and it's an honor to serve as a pastor. Man, what a privilege to be able to come and talk about God and God's Word with you. Intersecting in your lives for what's just, just going to be about 20 minutes, um, but knowing that our lives get to weave in and out. I trust that God will speak to you today. Because of who I am and in spite of who I am, Because God is faithful and God is good, and God's word is powerful and effective. So whether this is your first time hearing the 23rd Psalm, or you have had this memorized for decades, I trust that God will have something for you today. And so to that end, would you pray with me uh, that God would speak? Pray with me. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity to study it and read it together. May you bless the reading and the hearing And the exposition of God's word, may you show yourself as living and active today. Thank you, God. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Leads me beside still waters. I know these words were said at the graveside for my great-grandpa and for my grandpa. (laughs) They probably will be read at the graveside of my parents. There is something about this psalm that brings such comfort. It's a psalm of David. That's the first part of the psalm. That's actually in the text. It's not someone else who wrote it later. Um, it's attributed to David, and likely David is at the end of his life. Verse 6 tells us that surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. That sounds like the sort of, some, sort of thing that someone who's older in life would say, because when we're young, we don't think about all the days of our life. We just think about present. So likely David was king of Israel, and he was looking back over his life. And the image that he chooses for God is the Lord is my shepherd. Did you know David was a shepherd? I find that interesting. David, who had been a shepherd, says the Lord is my shepherd. On the way here, I was thinking of a a camp chat chant that I learned way, way back. It starts out, hi, my name is Joe. Do you know this one? Hi, my name is Joe. 
I have a wife and three kids, and I work in a button factory one day. Do, do you know that one? It's really fun. And what you do, it's for really wiggly kids. It, you get them to chant along as, hi, my name's Joe. I have a wife and three kids, and I work in a button factory one day. My boss said to me, said, Joe, push this button with your right hand. And then it's left. Push this button with your left hand. So then you're pushing a button with your right hand and your left hand and your foot. And so you get the wiggle. But it's interesting that when Joe introduces himself, he says, hi, my name is Joe. I have a wife and three kids and he throws in his job. And I work in a button. Yes, it's why we get to push the buttons later. But normally when we ask someone, or we're first introduced to someone, or we're introducing ourselves. We say, hi, my name is Greg, and I'm a pastor. I did it. I'm a teacher. When I'm talking to pastors, I don't like to ask the size of their church, because size is not the most important indicator of health or good things that are going on. I pastor a church that has like 18 people if everybody shows up. But God's doing really amazing things, and it's crazy fun. If you want to hear stories, I'll tell you stories, but that's not what this time is about. I often don't ask people, what do you do? Because I don't want to put people in a box, and I don't want you to be labeled and defined by what you do from Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. But it's an important part of who you are. You spend more time at work than you likely spend with your family. If you're working outside of the house. So what do you do? If you were to tell someone, what do you do? What is it? What are some of your occupations? What are some of your professions or vocations? Can I hear them? Mom, thank you. Lawyer? Business analyst. Nurse. Teacher. Accountant. Retired, can I have an amen? <laughs> All right. So what I'd like to do is I, I want you to hold that thought. Because this psalm is likely familiar to you, I want to read it to you in a couple of versions. They're not going to show up here. I just want you to listen. What was the version that you read from? Was that the New Revised Standard NRSV? Uh, That's what it sounded like to me. So that was the NRSV. I will read to you the NIV. Slightly different, but it's still good. So if you are a visual person and need to shout out some other stimulus, close your eyes. If you want to close your eyes, just I'll invite you to open them up so you, you don't drift away. But Psalm 23 in the New International Version says this. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What would it be like if God did your job? 
If God was a lawyer, a teacher, a mom, an accountant, and you use those verbs associated with your profession to manage your life, to guide you, protect you, what would that sound like? The Lord is my teacher. The Lord knows what I need to do and sets out a lesson plan before me. The Lord is my health care provider. Oh, there's depth there. The Lord is my business analyst. The Lord sees trends and has wise counsel for what comes next. I want you to think about what it would be like for you to write this psalm. Looking back over your life and seeing how God guides and leads and protects, but doing it in ways that you know intimately. David knew the art, the craft, the skill of shepherding. And so as he's looking back, probably in a tough time because David is seated at a table with his, in the presence of his enemies. Things are not going well, but he's looking back over his life. And he's reflecting on what he knows and he's seeing how God cared for him the way he would care for his sheep. So as a professional student, maybe, what does it look like for God to do things in the ways that a student does? The things that you understand well. I don't think it's sacrilegious to say the Lord is my mother. There are places in scripture where God is certainly ascribed with feminine imagery. And as moms, to elevate the role that a mom does, think about all the way that God, our Father, mothers us. (laughs) What is it that you need from God today? That you understand the language for in terms of what you do most of the time during the day. The Lord is in sales. (laughs) He knows what I need before I need it. (laughs) And he maneuvers me in ways to make sure that I have what I need in ways that I can afford. (laughs) I I don't know what what it looks like. For you, But this is, I think, what David did. He took what he understood about his former profession. And he put God in that role. Imagine what that does for David's understanding of what it means to be a shepherd. This isn't just a lonely position. This is, isn't just an outcasted profession that's at, on the margins of societies because shepherds were. David elevates the role of the shepherd and says, the Lord is my shepherd. So whether you're really proud of what you do or not, think about what it would look like for God to rule the universe doing what you do on a daily basis. Even if it's just looking at TPR reports. Here, from the message, Psalm 23. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. 
True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I'm not afraid when you walk at my side. Your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. Listen for where David uses shepherd imagery throughout the psalm. It's just about the first two-thirds. The last chunk is no longer shepherd imagery. I don't know if, if David ran out of illustrations. He's a poet. He probably could have thought of more. But as he was praying, as he was composing this musical piece, this prayer, he then shifted from shepherd imagery. So this is from the King James Version. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So even if it's difficult for you to think about God doing what you do on a celestial level, That's not the only thing that David prays about here. Then he also talks about God caring for him in the presence of his enemy. And he shifts to table imagery. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Could be when David was anointed as king. Could be the anointing um, for healing like James talks about. My cup runneth over. This is a time of abundance in David's life. Or it could be one of those times where David prays in faith that his cup will run over. And it doesn't feel like it is, but he knows that God is a God of blessing and a God of abundance, not a God of scarcity. And then he casts it to the future Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What would it look like for you to craft this psalm? Giving God the title of your title. If you can imagine God doing your job, I guarantee you, you do your job differently. You recognize how much value God places in work and doing those tasks. There is no job, there is no calling that God cannot use to bless people, to bless a workplace where politics are rough. God will work in you. God is working there already. 
So I invite you to think about what would it look like for God to do your job on a heavenly level? This is what David does. Hear this version. This is a version I'm less familiar with. It's called The Voice. Not related to NBC. The eternal is my shepherd. He cares for me always. He provides me rich, excuse me, he provides me rest in rich green fields. Besides streams of refreshing water, he soothes my fears. He makes me whole again. Steering me off worn, hard paths to roads where truth and righteousness echo his name. Even in the unending shadows of death's darkness, I am not overcome by fear. Because you are with me in those dark moments. Near with your protection and guidance, I am comforted. You spread out a table before me. Provisions in the midst of attack from my enemies. You care for all my needs, anointing my head with soothing, fragrant oil, filling my cup again and again with your grace. Certainly your faithful protection and loving provision will pursue me wherever I go, always, everywhere. I will always be with the eternal in your house forever. I want you to have a rich and deep prayer life. Some of you might be like me and usually be often careless with your words. I'm an extrovert. I process out loud. I think out loud. So I often say things I don't mean. And then see the the way introverts and extroverts work differently. An introvert uh, who processes internally is how I'm using that term. Someone who processes internally will wait until their thought or their sentence or their paragraph is well-formed and they own everything that's there. Then they're willing to put it out there. So when you know those people who process internally, you can trust everything that they say to be exactly what they mean and said in the way that they want to. People who process externally, on the other hand, I get something out in order to shape it. (laughs) So sometimes the things that I say first um, aren't exactly what I mean, so give me time. Because see, had I been an internal processor, I probably would have had this well-crafted, and now I'm just kind of crafting as I go. And so, you know, when I pray, it's not always exactly what I mean, but I'll get there. And I'll tweak the words and say, no, I like this adjective better, or that's not quite exactly what I meant. So some of you, as you're thinking about this, saying, man, that's going to take a lot of work to craft exactly what it would look like for God to be in my profession. Others of you say, oh yeah, I could give that a shot, and then I'll tweak it as I go. But I would encourage you to pray with imagination. Allow your imagination to be sanctified and God used to speak to you, just like David did. Thinking about his career, his calling, and what it would be like if God did that. Because God wants to meet you in your everyday. God wants to provide for you in ways that you understand. Whether it's leading you by still waters... Or making sure that your spreadsheets balance out by quarter's end. This is how God wants to work in your life. He wants to provide for you. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. 
So I invite you to find ways to craft those sorts of prayers. So if you'll allow me, before we move to communion, I'll read the passage one more time. This time in the Living Bible. Psalm 23, a Psalm of David. Because the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. He lets me rest in the meadow grass and leads me beside the quiet streams. He gives me new strength. He helps me do what honors him the most. Even when walking through the dark valley of death, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me, guarding, guiding all the way. You provide delicious food for me in the presence of my enemies. You've welcomed me as your guest. Blessings overflow. Your goodness and unfailing kindness shall be with me all of my life. And afterwards, I will live with you forever in your home. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.